And on the back of that influx of complaints, uh, the Ministry of Home Affairs, spearheaded by Home Affairs Minister Dr. Arun Mutualedi, reached out to us to respond to some of the complaints that uh, you have put forward. And we're happy to have Minister on the line. Good morning, Minister, and thank you for your time. Good morning, Mo, and good morning to the listeners. Thank you very much for having me. Well, it's it's a pleasure, despite the fact that uh, not many nice things have been said about um, the goings-ons and the branches across the country. Now, I also do want to point out that we're aware that there was an annual report that um, was released by your ministry, and of course, uh, you detailing just some of the issues that Home Affairs has had and even things around uh, the IT structures getting worse at, at the hands of COVID. But I mean, overall, Minister, why is it that there's a constant problem with Home Affairs, especially in terms of giving service to the people? Well, uh, uh, you may remember more, I once went to, to Parliament uh, because we go always on this issue and told them that the original scene in Home Affairs is the IT system. Uh, that is the root cause of all these problems, which irritates uh, the clients, but also even uh, change the mood of the people who are working there because they get frustrated. Quite often more in home affairs, we, 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 we have got systems that are down for several reasons. Number one, we get our services from CETA, the State Information Technology Agency, and anything uh, uh, can go wrong with their system and they usually do so. So we went to parliament and outlined the problems that uh, uh, home af- are in home affairs and the problems that are in CETA and say each one must fix their own problem. For instance, in home affairs is the network uh, uh, architecture with all switches and all that, which we have just bought now and we are in this uh, in the process of installing. But we are also looking at the private sector, especially in the banks, how their system works, if they can have some of their experts to come and help us because they seem to have got their things right. But the other important thing, very important, which is outside the Department of Home Affairs, is the issue of broadband uh, more. You see, Home Affairs is not like any department. Other government departments can do their work even if systems are down or there are problems with Hmm. uh, uh, connectivity or there are problems with broadband. For instance, school will run. Education will go on whether the the broadband is is, is weak or not. People will be treated in hospitals. Uh, 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 Magistrates and judges can sit and hear cases. But in home affairs, if anything goes wrong with the system because... Our work is system bound. You have got to sit on the computer. If the network is slow, the broadband is slow, then you see four people per hour instead of maybe seeing 20, hmm. as you will have liked to. I, I, I personally have experienced that where I get into home affairs and see, and the computer is very, very slow, and the tell is broadband. I'm sure you are aware that, fortunately, hmm. the Minister of Telecommunication Technologies has just announced that the sec- is launching a countrywide program called South Africa Connect, where they are going to collect schools, police stations, hospitals, and home affairs offices. And the biggest beneficiary of that is going to be home affairs, seeing that it simply cannot do anything when systems are down. Right, Minister. Then the issue of, Mm. of cable theft. You are aware cable theft is very common in South Africa. Once a cable is, 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 is stolen, 
or also uh, 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 the problem with ESCOM. So we have tried to feed most of our offices uh, with generators so mm. that when there is no electricity, uh, work can go on. And we are looking forward uh, for, for, for the, right. uh, those who are responsible mm. to make sure that they change uh, the cables to what may not be stolen because at the moment, all those problems are problems for home affairs. Yeah, if I may, Minister, the issue of, of IT and connectivity, because it directly links to the issues of the downtime and the systems offline, etc. I mean, is there nothing that can be done about that now? Is there is there nobody that's come up with some sort of idea that can be implemented almost immediately to deal with this? Because while other things are being laid out, the problem will persist. And then the frustrations you know, will more, go on. Hmm. You know, in 2019, we even opened... A, a, a war room in Centurion where we brought, you know, the people who are supplying us with IT mm. are different companies, including IBM, for instance, one of the oldest IT companies, which when I grew up, we we, had, we we knew about. So so it is one of the companies, I'm just mentioning it, but mm. there are about uh, four others. We actually called their CEOs to come to Centurion in the war room, sit with our DTG, try to diagnose the system. And every time we get told a different thing, they sit there for two weeks. After that, the system will work for once a week or so. Then they come with another reason because the, the, the reasons are multiple, as I've told you. And the one of the biggest one is the whole architect of IT in South Africa. That South Africa Connect, the biggest beneficiary in the whole country, is going to be home affairs because, as I told you, other departments can do their work even under those conditions. Home all affairs right. simply can't. All right. Simply because all our systems uh, uh, need that computer. Otherwise, if we go back to the past and do the manual, it's going to be complained to because it won't be fast with the, num- the, the, the number of people in the population as it is now. Minister, what we're going to do, I mean, we've noted everything you've said, and I'm sure our listener has done the same. So we'll take a breather. And when we come back, we'll talk about other issues as well and and get some listeners in with some of their issues. I know there were uh, some phone calls from yesterday that really uh, grabbed your attention in particular. So we'll, we'll drop those in as well. And hopefully we can get some answers because on the ground, Minister, and I hear all the technical issues, but on the ground, I mean, for some people, it's hell. I mean, you know, you, you, you listen to the frustrations that people have and it's really not sort of fair for people to be going through things like that when, when, when things can be better. So stay on the line, Minister. We'll continue with you in just a moment. Dr. Aaron Mutualedi, uh, Minister of Home Affairs, joins us. We'll open up the lines, uh, check out some voice notes as well. Stay with us. All right, at 7.22, we are The Morning Flavor on Metro. Today, we had to shift things around on the show to make sure that we have this important conversation. Dr. Aaron Mutualedi joins us on the line, Minister of Home Affairs. We know your complaints and we hear it every time we talk about home affairs and the general sentiment is that people are not happy. We've heard from the minister issues of, you know, the IT and the technical issues that, that, that basically cause this downtime and the offline things that we can never understand. Uh, big companies like IBM being involved and even they baffle them and they don't understand what's what. Um, and, and while all of that is happening, somebody's going to home affairs today mm. and they're going to have uh, issues. Taking uh, the day off work to go yeah. to home affairs today. Yeah. Absolutely, Mel. Minister, uh, we appreciate you staying with us for this conversation. Uh, One of the biggest issues is the quality of service as well. I mean, if I just go through my timeline, especially in terms of the staff in the home affairs branches, and the general sentiment is that the staff doesn't care, they're rude, uh, some language used was abusive. 
Are you aware of this and what is being done to deal with this sort of thing? Well, we are aware of, uh, more. We, we, we are very much aware. And one of the things I've said, which I think is the biggest, biggest weakness in our system, is that Home Affairs deals with public issues. It deals with public service. And in the public service, if, if you look, for instance, in the police, to be a policeman, you go for training first. There's a police college where you go. To be in the army, you go to a, a training camp. That's where you go to be a social worker and save people in, in Sasa. You, you go to a university, uh, and I can go on and on. To be a teacher, to be able to teach a member, I mean, the, the children in schools, uh, even adults, you go for training. Home Affairs is the only public service where we just fetch people and put them there because it was taught right from the beginning that this is just lyrical work. Mm. Now, one of the things we kept on going from office to office, sent from pillar to post until when I learned about, hey, it took me only 48 hours to solve that problem, separate her from that marriage, which is just no I mean, from those honestly, children. Yeah, yeah. And she became a free person. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, and this is the thing, Minister. All right, um, we, we're going to take a couple of calls. We've got some people who are calling in and there's some notorious uh, branches across the country. We we heard all about them. You know some of them as well, Minister. Let's go to a Gift who's in Brits. Uh, Gift is first on the line. Gift, good morning. The Minister of Home Affairs is on the line. Welcome. What do you want to say? Morning, Mo. So I just wanted to find out, like the system in regards to sending changes, whereby you're changing your son's surname, hmm. whatsoever, it doesn't involve online or offline. So I keep getting this excuse whereby they keep telling me that uh, there's a backlog with amendment departments and stuff like that. So I just wanted to generally understand what's the system going on with that? Because of now it's been more than seven months waiting for my son's surname change to be proceeded. Hmm. All right, uh, Gift, thanks for that call. Minister, surname changes, seven months. Does that sound normal? Unfortunately, it is more. To change the surname takes a very long time for two reasons. Hmm. Number one, uh, and I've said it during uh, uh, the State of the Nation address debate, informing the public. You may remember that the president himself during the State of the Nation announced that Home Affairs is going to be hiring 10,000 unemployed graduates in the field of IT to digitize our records. This is because Home Affairs has got 300 million records. Hmm. Uh, that stretches back to 1897. They are all scattered all over Pretoria in our archives and in all the provinces. Mm. Now, they are, they are all manual. They are paper records. And if you change your say name, we can't just do it. Nobody's say name just changes like that. We need to go deep into the records. Uh, 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 and because they are manual and there are 300 million paper records, it takes time. That's number one. Number two, the reason we can't easily change your say name, even including date of birth, more hmm. is because in our experience uh, and, and this lady might be very innocent and she won't understand why she has to suffer for the sins of others in our experience some people change say names and days of birth because they've got a criminal record they're running away from something hmm. others are running away from child support hmm. uh, come up with a new name and a new identity altogether your hmm. say name 
the way it's spelled is your identity is you more mm. and nobody else there's no other person in the whole world who has got that identity so if you want to change it and run away from it we don't just do it overnight we investigate we go into the records and now it will help us after what the president has announced once the records are are digitized, they will be on the fingerprints. At the moment, unfortunately, they are manual from 1895. Uh, they've been like that. And this is what we want to change. That's why these yeah. 10,000 so young point, people are going to help us to achieve. Yeah, so at, at this point, Minister, what you're basically saying is that it, it will take that long and people must be strong. If I'm understanding what you're saying to us. Well, it, it may take that long. It depends. If you are lucky that your records, when we search them manually, they are found quicker. And if also the investigation shows quicker that you are innocent, you are not changing. But we need to know who is this person. More, you don't just change yourself overnight. At the moment, you are known as more flavor uh, uh, by the people there, by everybody who knows you. If we have to change, we must satisfy ourselves that the change is innocent. It's not going to affect anything. You are not running away from any responsibility. You're not running away from any crime. You are not running away from any debt. That was incurred in that particular name and that particular number. That's why we have to satisfy ourselves. Yeah, that satisfaction process, Minister, just seems like it takes a while because you've got um, kids that need to be registered in schools, etc. And seven, some parents don't have seven months. Let's go to another call. We've got uh, Tembi in Emalaseni. Tembi, good morning. Good morning, Mo. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks for calling in. We have uh, the Minister, Dr. Aaron Mutualedi, yeah. who's made good time morning, for us. Minister. Good morning, Minister. Uh, hello, I've got a question here. Um, we've got my cousin, Evan Scatler, from Chibela. He applied for an ID since 2012. Till today, he doesn't have an ID. What happened, what happened is um, his father passed away and the mother passed away as well. But then, uh, luckily, we've got the unabridged certificate. Currently, when we went go to home office, they're telling us that the mother has got a, a, a duplicate surname. So there's someone else who's using the very same name and surname and ID number. Currently, he's sitting without an ID. I just want to find out what is the what is the way forward regarding that. And then again, we've got a query with uh, the, the lady at the Whitbank branch, which is by the name of Jenny. She's treating people like uh, children. She doesn't she she doesn't care. She doesn't care. Every day, every day they are offline. Every day they are offline. So I just want to find out um, the issue of. This one, more special, this is the one for ID for Katla. Because he's been sitting without an ID and he's, in, he's, in, he's got a metric. He can't do anything with a, with sure. a certificate. So I just want to find out how can, he, uh, how can the minister assist us in order for him to get an ID. Because the mother passed away, the father mm-hmm. passed away. Mm-hmm. And currently at the home office, they said we must go and look for, for the documents for, for, for the mother. Where are we going to get the documents because the mother passed away? And they said that they cannot access because of the duplicate of the ID. Right. Uh, Minister, that well, was Tembi's call. Is there any way you can help Tembi? Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Uh, that s- sounds a little bit complex. Mm. It's possible that the people she's going to have got no clue or no idea where to start. Mm. Uh, can you take a details? As I'm speaking here now, Absolutely. the spokesperson, Sia, is listening. Mm. The DDG for civics is listening. Mm. And uh, 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 and I'm sure they are taking notes. But give us that information. That one meets us at her office. We might be able to find the records of the mother among the 300 million records, which I've told you about, even if it's manually. But definitely there's no way that somebody can live without an ID. It mm. should not happen that way. It's, it's something that is very bad. 
we want to apologize uh, to her on behalf of the department, mm. but let them bring you to the hot office. We'll definitely solve it for her. Right. And, and what about Jenny? The, the, there's an employee at the Whitbank branch. Yeah. He says Jenny is rude. Yeah. She mistreats people. What, what do we do about yeah. that, Minister? The, the, their boss is listening. I'm going to instruct him. He's listening. The, the, the deputy director general responsible for civics is in here. He's listening. He's taking notes. Good. He has said about this journey. I'm going to demand that he takes action because we can't be having such people. Absolutely. Minister, we're going to ask you to give us a few more minutes. Uh, there's so many people that want to ask questions and there's just so many issues that we'd like to ventilate and we appreciate your time. Dr. Aaron Mutualedi, Minister of Home Affairs, joining us on The Morning Flavor. Let's get into the headlines and a, a sport update and then uh, we'll continue with this uh, heated uh, discussion. I want to find out about the, the, the hot, the, what did you say, the hot room? Yeah, that's what that was going to be one of my questions. <laughs> like, I've got so many questions. All right, let's get into headlines. In your news this morning, the UN says around 3 million people are now known to have fled Ukraine, nearly half of them children, as Russia continues its invasion for a third week. And National Assembly Speaker Nosiviwe Mapisa Ngakula has informed President Cyril Ramaphosa in an, info- in an official letter that Parliament is continuing with Public Protector Busisiwe Mkabani's impeachment proceedings. I'll bring you details at 8. Yeah, we start with cricket balls and uh, the reigning champions England on course to win their first uh, game at the 2022 Women's World Cup. Earlier, the English bowled India out for 134 inside 37 overs with Sophie Eccleston, Anya Shrapsol and Kate Cross all grabbing three wickets apiece. England are currently 88 for the loss of three wickets uh, and that's in the 23rd over. Atletico Madrid knocked Manchester United out of the Champions League and moved into the quarterfinals after a goal in the 41st minute from Brazilian Renard Lodi that gave them a one winner at Old Trafford last night for a 2-1 aggregate victory. Uh, Manchester United's uh, trophy drought will therefore continue into a sixth consecutive season. Uh, meanwhile, uh, it was Benfica who grabbed a shock 1-0 victory away at Ajax Amsterdam to secure their place in the quarterfinals, progressing 3-2 in aggregate. The round of 16 continues tonight. Second leg fixture sees uh, Juventus taking on Virel with a score locked at one apiece. That game gets underway at 10 o'clock tonight, while Chelsea travels over to France to face Lille uh, with a 2-0 lead in favour of the Blues. And uh, the uh, DSTV Premiership course continues. Maruma Gallants, who seem to be the informed side so far to the start of 2022, undefeated in uh, the games they've played so far. They face Trippie United at the Peter Makaba Stadium, kicking off at 5 o'clock. Skaguna United take on Marisburg United at 5.30 at Ellis Park. And Orlando Pirates will be in action against Supersport United at Orlando Stadium, getting underway at 7.30. We'll have more sporting news for you at 8.30. I'm Owen Honey for Metro FM Sport. 7.35, this is the Morning Flavor on Metro. Today we've had to rearrange the show to deal with this issue around home affairs and the Minister of Home Affairs, Dr. Aaron Mutualedi, has made time to, to deal with some of those issues. In fact, that call from Tembi and the issues of IDs and you know all of that stuff will be dealt with, which I'm happy to hear about. But there's many other things which we'll talk about in just a moment. All right, it's 7.37. This is the Morning Flavor on Metro. Morning, Minister. This is Melanie. Um, My question really is around, and I understand, you know, the last two years we've been under COVID restrictions and there's been rotational staff. And so obviously there is a backlog, but also at the same time, the, f- the fact that the, the effort or, or level of service is not what it should be. You know, I had 
um, someone who needed a marriage certificate during this period during COVID. And initially they were told it was about rotational staff and being able to only do it when that happened. But when they gave somebody who knew somebody 150 rand, the marriage certificate miraculously appeared. Hmm. Um, So my question is, given the last two years, are there efforts from the department to maybe open on Saturdays to catch up on backlogs? Um, You know, what sort of innovative ways are you going to come up with to kind of try and bring things up to speed? Well, uh, you are right, Melanie. Uh, during COVID, not all uh, the staff members came to our offices. And by the way, we lost four, more than 40 staff members in home affairs by being contact with the public who have got COVID. So the, all the people who, who, who have got comorbidities were not coming to the office, but also our offices was working at uh, sometimes half the staff or even one third of the staff depending on the level of covid so to try and 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 uh, uh, what do you call and try to fill up this uh, time last year you remember that at the end of the year we our people worked overtime by more than two and a half hours where they were closing offices to at half past seven in the evening instead of the normal time or the usual time in order to make sure that uh, 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 we cover up uh, uh, this distance uh, that were lost uh, during COVID. Now, the issue of corruption, Melanie, I've said it many times, we can't hide it. Uh, home affairs is a center of corruption. Seeing the type of things that is near there, everybody wants an ID, even people who don't deserve them, even people who are not from this country. It is for this reason that home affairs is the only department in government that has got the whole branch. That means a branch headed by a deputy director general which we call a counter-corruption branch, whose work every day is to check corruption, especially by their own colleagues in the department, because we know that is very rife. But let me also mention the other things we are doing, uh, Melanie, because uh, we're not just doing that only. In order to deal with this problem of many people, we are we finalized the plan now we are, we, uh, 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 and the pilot. We are about to start the system of, 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 of giving people up appointments so that you don't come to home affairs at four o'clock in the morning and if you have uh, served four o'clock in the afternoon you've already spent 12 hours there because you found others we want people to come in staggered times via appointments and we are hoping our people will honor those appointments and come at different times number two we uh, uh, so we are going to do bookings number two we are speaking to the banks and and many of them have already agreed to take some of the weight where people who have got bank accounts don't have to come and queue in home affairs offices, but they could, can go to their own banks where they can save. We are also advanced in our discussion with shopping malls because shopping malls have got a lot of space and have got a lot of uh, 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 equipment, unlike uh, the home affairs offices, which have been hired from some individuals, where the shopping mall will be the center of home affairs you can come and do your shopping. There will be an announcement over a lot. You get given your number, there will be an announcement over the sound system to call you. That is your time while you are busy shopping. But as I said, we are also trying to change the architect, buy new switches, and we are also waiting for the Department of Telecommunication to increase the broadband in Connect South Africa. But yesterday also, uh, Melanie, we, we went to cabinet, and the cabinet has proved it that 
young people must no longer take their IDs at 16 years so that we don't have problems of identification of parents dying while they are still young mm-hmm. or of not knowing who these people are. And, and so we, we, they've passed it. It's going out in the public very soon mm-hmm. where we're asking that people must start taking IDs at the age of 10, mm-hmm. not, not, oh. not later. We are also helping police with that because sometimes at the crime scene where police want fingerprints, they found fingerprints of children who are not yet 16 who were sent to, that, uh, to commit that crime on behalf of unscrupulous people. So we want mm-hmm. to have fingerprints of everybody from the age of, of 10. Right. Now, those are some of the few things that we are trying to do to resolve some of these problems. But we are also, yesterday, the cabinet has also passed it. Our biometrics are only two from time immemorial. It's your photo and your fingerprint. And in today's fast-moving world mm. of corruption, of bribery, of fraud, that is not enough. So we're adding three more biometrics so that we are going to have five biometrics in a new system called ABIS or automated biometric information system where we get your fingerprint, your palm print, your photo recognition, and even iris recognition technique where we can recognize who you are in your iris, something that mm. you will never be able to change. So all those changes are, are contained in what we call a new identity management policy for South Africa. Right. And we take it to cabinet. They've just passed it. It's going out in the public in the next few days. Yeah. I mean, that's good to hear, Minister, about uh, progress in certain areas, etc. And I think uh, just two things that you've said now, you know, giving people appointments, that's something I don't think we've heard before. So that's quite interesting mm-hmm. to note. And, uh, of course... Uh, one being able to get an ID at the age of 10 is also quite key as well. Uh, so many other issues, though, flowing through. Uh, Minister of Home Affairs, Dr. Aaron Mutualeri, joins us on The Morning Flavor. Uh, good morning, Minister. This is Owen speaking. I wanted to ask you, you mentioned something about moving into shopping malls in most towns in order to get more uh, uh, service delivery out there in terms of uh, in terms of home affairs. But I wanted to ask you, what's about using post offices? We know that post office service in South Africa uh, has been struggling, uh, but we've got post offices in almost every town, in every city. Um, how about using those to obviously uh, cut down the costs of uh, rental in terms of getting the home affairs offices into shopping centers? I mean, that's quite expensive. But using the postal service to boost them as well as add more of a service to the people. Yeah, oh, and thank you very much. Some of the shopping complexes are so excited that they promised us rent-free for the first five years. Wow. Because they know we're going to be calling people for them, by the way. If people come to home affairs in a shopping complex, they are going to buy something. The shopping complex also gains. So it's mutualism. But the, 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 the proposal we've made is very brilliant. Let me outline the situation, Owen. Uh, you know, in education, when people have schools they don't hire them from anybody they build it custom made for that purpose a police station a clinic etc now home affairs unfortunately from time immemorial public works hire offices for us from a person like you who's a property owner you own a property in a particular place and they hire that property to make the home affairs office it was never custom made Mm. for the type of work that home affairs do they try to adapt it most of the time we fail. So that's why we are going to malls which are big because we can make adaptation inside. But also there are offices, as I'm talking, who, which have been under construction, purpose-built home affairs offices all over the country. 
uh, uh, which is our new approach uh, to this whole thing of getting offices. And when you mention the issue of post offices, you are right. Somebody has just told me about a post office that is empty in one area. We will negotiate with them. We have already written to the Minister of Public Works, who is, by the way, the custodian of all government property, mm. who hires offices for us to allow us to go all out and do all those innovations. So, yes, they are in the pipeline, Owen, mm. and uh, it's a very good idea. All right, Minister, uh, please do stay with us. We're going to take a quick breather, and uh, straight after that, we'll take some calls and uh, some voice notes coming in as well. It's the morning flavor on Metro, and uh, today we've had, to, we've had to shift things around um, because we've got the Minister of Home Affairs, Dr. Arun Mutualedi, on the line to deal with uh, some of the issues that you have, a lot of them. We won't get to all of them today, but we can try. So um, PHS Mix is, is um, available online as a podcast. You can check out our socials at Metro FMSA and download it there. Uh, we do apologize not bringing you that, but there are so many pressing issues, and we don't know when Lex will get the minister in this fashion. So, absolutely. Let's go to the line now. Uh, we've got Sive in Johannesburg. Sive, good morning. Hello, Sive. How are you, Mom? Very well, and you, Sive? I'm good, thank you. Uh, morning, Minister. Morning, Sive. Morning. Um, I've got a situation. 2014, I was told that my fingerprints are not uh, the same that are there on Home Affairs when I wanted to open a bank account. I must go to Home Affairs and update That your fingerprints are what? Are not... They're saying my fingerprints are not updated at Home Affairs. So I must go and update. So I went to Home Affairs. When I went to update my fingerprints, I said I took another picture. That was fine. So when I went to the bank again to try and open a bank account, I was still told the same thing, and I was told that I can't, they can't let me open a bank account. So up until today, I still have the same scenario. I'm stuck with one bank. I can't open with all other banks because they are telling me that the home affairs system has other fingerprints. Even the picture is not the picture that I have. Of which I understand the picture is because my ID copy, my ID that I have, it's the picture that I took back then when I opened the when I did the ID. But however, now when I updated, I took another picture. But now my concern is the fingerprints. They are saying my fingerprints still do not match. But I went to home office and I did update my fingerprints. But I still have the same problem. I I did it when I was still in Eastern Cape. Even here in Johannesburg, I did the same thing. Went to home office to try and update my fingerprints. Mm. But until today, I can't open it with another bank because they are complaining about my fingerprints. So in essence, your problem hasn't been solved and it seems as if there's no real answer. Is that what you said? Yes, mm. that's what I'm saying. M- Minister, what is your response to Sive? Is it another uh, technical matter? Yeah. There can't be any chance. There can't be any chance uh, more that there's no answer. There has to be. The the issue, The thing is, I don't understand really the nature of that problem, what could be causing the problem. But there definitely has to be an answer because uh, nobody can live without an identity. So I think uh, you must take details. She must elevate the matter to us. Uh, at head office. Maybe she's meeting people who have got no idea what to do. If your plans are not matching, we, 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 we can definitely do something about it. We can destroy whatever old records you have got and mm. start from the beginning with new fingerprints. And and that's why uh, more I was mentioning about this new identity management policy, mm. where we are not going to depend on fingerprints only. We are going to depend on your photo recognition, on your palm print, on your iris recognition, which are new biometrics, mm. uh, which will help solve some of this problem. But for now, her problem can definitely be solved. Please give the details to see her and elevate to head office 
and I'm, I'm hoping by next week or so we'll be announcing to you what we have done and foreseen. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, all right, that, that's great. Um, it's a concern, Minister, that there seems to be you know, officials that don't know what they're doing. I mean, why are they still there? I've already said so. I've already said so. Why are so. they still there? Why no, do they still have jobs? Or I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, if 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 you've got people at home affairs well, branches that don't know what they're doing, why are we not dealing with that? You know what I'm saying? We are. Mm. There are those who have taken out of work. We are. But uh, 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 more, we depend on members of the public to tell us. The anti-corruption unit depends largely on, on, on whistleblowers coming to keep us, and they do a great work. If, if uh, in the Department of Basic Education, May and Jimothe are that there's no more corporal punishment. If they punish you, if you they are punishing, we're not there. Memotera won't be there. She won't know until you report the matter. So people must not stop reporting that so-and-so has done this and that to me. We do. We, we do take action. Like, for instance, you spoke about somebody in the Emalachian office. Yes, and giving us the name. We are definitely going to do something about it. Thank you. The other time, uh, a spokesperson of a political party sent us a long message about the experiences of somebody in the, our office in Leidenberg. Mm. We took action immediately. So we do take action. Only that we can't be everywhere. These things are happening to you as clients. Mm. So we can't be uh, seeing exactly what they are doing to you. So, so it, it depends. It behoves members of the public to come and report and say, this is my experience, this is the name. That's why we also want government employees to have name tags. And we're also encouraging the public, by the way, that if you receive a road deal in that particular office, demand to see the manager. If he refuses, yes, demand to see the manager, because we have learned that in some offices, people have to be security people who are the ones who tell them where to go. Security people are not supposed to be part of management. They are just mm. security. Yeah. And we are understanding many areas. They use them, and that's where some of these issues of, right. of corruption or skipping the queue is. And people must know that no security person has been trained to be a home affairs official. Their job is to keep law and order than security. So when they serve you, you must demand to see the manager. If they refuse, you must conduct us immediately and say, no, in this office, there's a security man who wants to serve me. The, the manager is hiding deep in the offices. He's refusing to see me. We definitely do something about that. All right. Let's go to the next call. Janine is in Johannesburg. Janine, good morning. Thanks for calling. Uh, good morning, Mo. How are you? Very well, thank you. We've got uh, Minister uh, Dr. Arun um, Mutualidi on the line. Go ahead. Okay. Good morning, Minister. Um, my name is Janine. I've got an issue. It's actually not my issue. It's the brother that comes after me. He has more or less the same um, issue with the uh, previous caller that called now. He has been to home affairs several times. Um, it seems as if there's a duplicate of ID. He's now identified, uh, identified as a foreigner. He went to the home affairs where they requested all the documentation from primary, from preschool, and he has done that since, since 2019. He has been following up. There's, there's, there's no outcome. There's no outcome at all. And he was speaking to the manager at Renbeck. I also do have the emails that he has been forwarding. What worries me, when, when um, was that? Um, Minister... Uh, when, when, when was this, Janine? When was that, Janine? Since 2019, I've got all the emails. The last email that touched me, Minister, let me read this few words for you. He said, good morning, family. I hope and trust that you will find this way. 
want to make you aware of the following issue happen at the Department of Home Affairs. My ID being blocked as foreigner. This issue has been going on since 2019. So in case I leave this world before this issue can be resolved and encountered challenges, you need to speak to Mercy. I, I cannot mention that name unless we speak privately. You understand? So if something happens, we are going to struggle. Now, because they have been following up, they took all the, the fingerprints. For them, it's just to identify this is the correct fingerprint. And they give him his ID. He can't even open the account. You need to open the account at the name of the, 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 um, with the name of the girlfriend or the wife. Yeah. I've got the emails mm. there. I've got all the emails with me. Minister, is this something that we can uh, do something about, uh, especially because she's got paper trail to prove some of the things that she's referring to? Well, for your information, that's why I was asking about which period. The, the manager in Randbeck has been suspended for doing similar things to people. And mm. I'm just wondering whether it is in person. But mm. we, we have suspended. After one, we were held by one of your colleagues, by the way, in the media world, who was given a road deal, going to that office three days in succession and just being turned away. And of course, we, we realized we can't work with such people. Mm. So he was put on suspension. He's going to go through, uh, 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 what do you call uh, 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 He's going through disciplinary action at DC. Mm. So if just the same person, is not surprising now. When, when we've got the duplicate ID, and more, and we have told our officials many times, all that needs to happen is to call you in and try to look for the other person and take your fingerprints and the issue is resolved. And each with their, new, with their fingerprints are giving new IDs and then we destroy the old one. So it's as simple as that. So even with this case, uh, I think, uh, give the details to see uh, let it elevate to the head office will definitely solve it. I think all these cases uh, uh, within a week or so more, will be giving you progress on all the things which I said elevate them to head mm. office to tell you what we have done with each one of them. Minister Masuledi, just a question. I mean, obviously, you know, we have the people who've called into the, sh- into the show with their complex issues, and maybe that is just a small sample of sort of the issues. I mean, we, I've got a tweet from someone who has a case, or the, an issue that has not been resolved for close to 20 years. Does Home Affairs have a specialized office at head office to deal with complex cases? And if so, can you share those details? Well, I don't know what you mean by complex. Something that may look complex for somebody in a rural office might not be complex. I've just given an example when we started here, how a lady from Sarianifin suffered for 14 years with a marriage that was not hers. It took me only 48 hours mm. to resolve the issue. So how complex could it have been? Yeah, so, so that's why I'm saying all those issues to regard as complex. Please elevate it to our level at head office. We'll see what we can do. It might be that that person was meeting with a person or with people who have got no idea or who have got no clue on what to do. And when a person has got no idea, they just kick the tail of the line. They just say, come tomorrow, come on this, bring this, and they keep on making you bring documents because they actually don't know what is the next step. Yeah. So I'm really sorry about all such things, but sure. uh, let, let's elevate them. You know, there, right. there's no department that deal with complex issues. Each department deal with these specificities. For instance, the change say name change is in a particular department called rectification, deletions, and and all that. You know? so, so we don't have a department right. that say this issue is too complex. It must go there because. 
Some things are not just complex. They are just complex from the person you have met. Hmm. Minister, I've got a couple of voice notes. Uh, if you can just indulge us here, uh, as you have uh, for the last hour. Just a couple of people saying a number of issues. Take a listen. Yeah, Minister, those are just some of the voice notes. I know you've dealt with some of the issues, but what about the one of too many people to serve at a particular branch? Does the branch have the power or does the manager have the right to say, no, we're going to cut off at 9 o'clock in the morning because there's now 6,000 people here. We cannot help all 6,000 of you today. Absolutely not, especially if it is still at 10 o'clock in the morning. He has got no right to do that because how does he know? that will have finished saving those people by the, the closing time. And anyway, even closing time uh, in the afternoon, the normal closing time of former says, if you're already inside, they can't turn you away. And I think we've made this uh, a call many a time that don't allow anybody to keep you away. The law doesn't allow it. In fact, I asked some officials in former says, what will you do? I asked them, what will you do if it's your relative at the hospital? Mm. Very sick, and they tell you that is closing time, you must go away. And, and somebody eventually say, no, it's not the same. I said, it's definitely the same. You are holding somebody's life. Uh, uh, in hospital, you may die immediately, but in home affairs, you may die a slow death because of what they are doing to you. So I'm announcing again, it's illegal. Nobody's allowed to do something like that. You don't send clients home. You better phone head office if you are a manager and tell us that I'm not coping. See what you can do. We've got mobile units, hundreds of them, and we're including them. Where if people don't manage, we send the nearest mobile unit to that office to try and help and, and service a backup. But the bottom line, nobody ought to be turned away before the closing time. I mean, being sent away at 10 a.m., what does it mean? I mean, it's all madness. It's that madness, person Winston. takes us to court. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's absolute madness. I, I love yes. the fact that you are frustrated, Minister. And in some instances, you sound defeated. And I say that with all due respect, because I would imagine some of the things you're hearing are unbelievable. No. But I mean, that's what's happening on the ground. No, 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 no. I'm not defeated. I'm just saying it's absolutely unacceptable. But yes, yeah. I'm saying, I repeat again, these things won't happen to us. I visited many offices. Uh, they, they report these things. When you arrive there, they behave normal because some of them know what normal is and they believe members of the public <laughs> who are safe uh, don't know what's happening. That's why it differs from area to area. Yeah. Where if they believe this is a very lowly area, people don't know their rights. They'll do some of these things. So please don't tire. Members of the public must not tire informing us. And the issue of the father who died two years ago, when there's a duplicate ID, it's not that we don't give you a best certificate. I mean, sorry, a death certificate. We give you a death certificate, but it's manual. It's handwritten while we are resolving this problem, which means the death is not recorded on the National Population Register because we gave you a manual death certificate just to bury that person. Then we go on investigating to find out who is this other person so that uh, we deal with the duplicate. Minister, we are out of time, and I have to say that uh, we appreciate your time so much. Uh, there's so many questions that have come through, some similar issues, some different, etc. We couldn't get around to all the voice notes and all the tweets, but uh, we, we do uh, appreciate your time, and thank you so much for availing yourselves, and I hope that as time goes on, we can do the same in terms of feedback, you know, issues of people being dealt with, and also just innovative ways of really improving what Home Affairs does, you know? So thank you. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. All right. Dr. Aaron Motswaledi, Minister of Home Affairs there. And uh, there's never enough time to deal with these issues. But we, 
yeah, I mean, we are out of time and the minister has to get to other business, which is really the business we've been discussing all morning today. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, insane. So listen, what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll send some of those issues through to his office and um, we'll do our best to just help out with that, really. But yeah, thanks for all the comments and uh, the phone calls and the voice notes that came in. It's 8 o'clock now. We'll get into the news. News is brought to you by Outsurance. SMS out to 40019 and you can save on car insurance. If you don't, ask them for 500.